1: For your cat, yeah. Purposeful play works a cat's brain and gives a cat's body a great workout. Now here to share some surprising insights into the do's and don'ts of playing with your cat is one of the top cat behavior specialists on the planet. Please welcome to our show, Dr. Rachel Geller. Welcome to the show, Dr. Rachel Thank you, Arden. It's awesome to be here with you. You know what? It's habit forming, these kitty and doggy puns I do. I really am so glad you could be back on the show. But first, we got to take this commercial break. So sit and purr. We'll be right back.
0: Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave. We'll be right back.
2: Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code meow30 at checkout, and join the club. The Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: OBEHAVE is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore.
1: Welcome back to the OBEHAVE show on pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is one of the country's top cat experts, Dr. Rachel Geller. There's a lot of things that are mysteries with our feline friends, but I do know, as you recently did a beautiful presentation, getting into play, and people will say, well, just throw a toy across the room, but that's not working, is it?
3: Yeah, you know, I work with so many people who say to me, my cat doesn't play. You know, I'll suggest your cat really needs more play. Well, my cat doesn't play. She's fat. She's lazy. She doesn't like to play. Well, Throwing a solo toy onto the carpet, you know, digging into that big basket of toys that you have sitting in your living room and throwing one of those onto the floor is really not play from your cat's perspective. You know, when you just throw a solo toy on the floor, you're expecting the cat to be both the predator and the prey at the same time, which is not very realistic in terms of trying to simulate a hunt for your cat. So, yes. um, Yeah. Throwing a solo toy on the floor is not what I mean when I say to people, play with your cat. So, here you go. What is the golden rule of cat play? So, the golden rule of cat play is to simulate a hunt. So many people don't realize that the goal is your cat needs to be on a hunt. And a hunt includes a sequence. There's a hunting sequence, and that sequence is hunt, eat, and then have a nice, well earned, delightful little nap. So, sort of hunt, eat, relax. Hunt, eat, contentment. Hunt, eat, sleep. I want to come back as a cat then. Hunt, eat, relax. That's kind of cool. All right. It's a good life, but we need to provide our cats with this good life. And so many of us don't
1: do that. People maybe. Don't realize, and they just throw up excuses, not throw up hairballs, but throw up excuses, you know, like, hey, my cat's too old, you know, my cat really isn't into toys, my cat's too fat, my cat just wants to sleep all day. Good luck, Dr. Rachel. How do you diplomatically get people into the zone to let them know your cat really may dig play?
3: Yeah, that is a very good question because people have already decided my cat doesn't like to play. But so my goal is to figure out with this person all right what's really going on here is this person you know simulating a hunt so if you've tried playing with your cat and you never end the sessions with that sort of final wind down as the toy the prey is getting tired the cat captures it the cat eats the prey so if you're not following every session with the food to simulate that you know that catch and kill and then eating The capture, if you're not following every play session with food, you may have inadvertently taught your cat that your play sessions are completely pointless. And so now your cat is not going to participate in them because all you're doing is frustrating your cat. He hunts, he captures, but he never gets to eat. So, you know, that's sort of like the whole point of the hunt. The other thing is, I find a lot of people give up too soon. So they wave a toy around a little bit and they say, Oh, my cat's not playing, and they walk away. But You know, cats do go through this hunting sequence. So perhaps the cat was sizing things up, planning a strategy, thinking about her next move. So give your cat more than like a few seconds before you decide that she's not going to play. Yeah, cat time is a lot different than people time, right? That is exactly right. You know, and just like people, cats all have their different preferences. So, you know, maybe some cats might jump right in. There are people when they go to the swimming pool, jump right in and do a cannonball. And there are other people when they go to that same exact swimming pool, dip in one toe and go in very slowly. So just like we have our own styles, right? Of how we approach something and how we think things through cats are the same. So, you know, find out what kind of hunter and thinker and strategizer your cat is, and then work with your cat with her style.
1: Now, We got to answer the so what? All right, so my cat needs to play. But there's benefits behavior-wise, right, Dr. Geller? What are the benefits to us humans to getting a cat to really have purposeful play?
3: Well, your cat's going to be happier. And that's the most important thing. We want our cats to be happy, right? And every time you do a beneficial play session and your cat gets that capture and she's feeling really great and proud of herself, you're at the helm. So all of that is being associated with you. But for so many people who come to me, and I'm sure you hear the same thing with cat behavior problems, my cat's biting my ankles, my cat is pushing items off the shelves. Well, if the only stimulation in your cat's life is your ankles as you're walking by or knocking something off a shelf, that's what your cat is going to do. And then humans say, my cat is aggressive or my cat is destructive. So regular play sessions. No, your cat is bored and needs help. Your cat is bored. Your cat is stressed. Your cat has pent up tension. Provide these play sessions with your cat and those behaviors will go away. And notice you bravely have
1: breakable, beautiful cat figurines on a shelf behind you. So that must mean it's working in your household.
3: Yes. I play with my cats regularly with a fishing pole or wand type toy. That is the best way to play with your cat because you can really manipulate The toy to resemble prey. And yes, so as you can see, I'm not fearful of my cats finding stimulation in other ways because I'm stimulating them in a beneficial way. All
1: right. There's some do's and don'ts to using like a feather wand or a wand toy. So give us a few of those because we need to learn how to play with our cats and we may be
3: doing it all wrong. Yeah. I see so many people take the wand toy and dangle it like crazy, like right in front of the cat's face. Well, there is no prey who's going to fly into the cat's face and wiggle itself around in a crazy motion. Prey wants to survive, and that really is not um, in a survival instinct for prey. So no, that's it's a suicide mission. That's a, exactly. So that's like a signal to your cat that it's not realistic. So your cat's not going to buy into it. So don't. Don't, you know, wiggle the toy around in some crazy fashion right in the cat's face. And the other thing is, prey moves away from the cat. Prey wants to escape from the cat. Prey doesn't go towards the cat. So make sure you're using a motion that's realistic. And I would say the last really, really important thing is to be unpredictable. So people who just sit there with the, the wand toy and go up and down, up and down, back and forth, back and forth. Well... That doesn't resemble how prey would act. You know, prey might scurry under the furniture or run across the floor to to escape. Prey might play dead a little bit to try to trick the cat. So think about, you know, all the different ways prey may act and really try to simulate that during your play session.
1: You know, you've given me a whole new way of playing with my tabbies, including pet safety cat Casey, because I see his eyes light up when we're doing a game and I have yet to ever dangle it right under his nose. I make him come to it, but sometimes they get that butt up in the air and they do that little wiggle.
3: What's all that about? Yeah. So that's actually a good sign because that, you know, wiggle butt is usually sort of like a warm up for the cat. So, you know, before we go out on a run, We may walk a little bit or um, limber up our limbs. The cat is doing the same thing. He's kind of warming up his muscles, making sure he has that good traction. So he's getting ready for that pounce, which is what you want. So that's a good sign if you have a cat who who does that. And don't worry if you don't, right? They all have their own different styles. But if you have a cat who does that. Put the butt in the air like I really care because I'm playing. yes, Yes, he's getting locked in there. So that's a really, really good thing
1: hey everyone we're speaking with dr rachel geller we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to talk about how to effectively kind of end a play you would be if you're a real prey and then we're also going to cover some good things and some things never to use when you're doing a play session so you all know the drill sit and purr we'll be right back
0: Time for a walk on the red carpet,
2: of course. All behave will be back in a flash. Right after these messages, Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray or worrying. Oh my God, do my guests smell that? Kitty Poo Club has solved the stink, and now the worst part of cat ownership is hassle-free. No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. And the best thing is you don't have to buy some oversized contraption that will break down. Kitty Poo Club litter boxes are manufactured to make your life easier. You have one cat, easy peasy. A small mountain lion, no problem. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Believe me, there are good reasons why we sold over 3 million boxes. Go to kittypooclub.com, read the amazing reviews. And when you order... Save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code meow30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Radio.com.
2: Radio. <laughs> hey, this is Alex Sweeney from Pays of Our Lives and the Biggest Loser. And you're listening to Arden Moore on The Obe Hayes Show on Pet Life Radio.
0: We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to O Behave. Here's Arden.
1: Welcome back to the O Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I have my really great friend and amazing cat expert. We're talking about Dr. Rachel Geller. She is a cat behavior specialist. I want everybody, what's your website so we can dash to after the show? Thank you. My website is
3: DrRachelCatBehavior.com.
1: So DrRachelCatBehavior.com.
3: And you're also a Red Sox fan, right? I am a huge Red Sox fan. I've had season tickets since 1985. Um, Wow. Big Red Sox fan.
1: From diapers to now. That's pretty awesome. I'm impressed, right? (laughs) Well, yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. Well, you give ageless advice. So let's let's dive in about how to wrap up a play session. How long should it be? And I know you shouldn't have a crowd of other cats watching while you're doing this one-on-one, but get into the mind of a prey for all these people out there. So how do you effectively do it so the cat can actually catch it
3: and get it? I love this question because people will say to me, oh, I played with my cat for two hours and she still wasn't tired out. Well, if you don't end the session properly, no matter how long you play, your cat's going to still be revved up and looking for that capture. So the idea isn't to to tire the cat out. The idea is, again, to simulate a hunt. So when you're ready for the session to end and think about, you know, 10 to 15 minutes, that would be like the normal amount of time that a cat would hunt if the cat were living outside. So about 10 or 15 minutes, you don't just want to say, oh, well, will you look at the time? Session over. Slop down the wand and walk away. No, 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 no. What we want to do is remember we're simulating a hunt. The prey is getting tired. The prey is getting injured. The prey is dying. So slowly, slowly wind the game down, slow it down, and let your cat have that last one final super duper juicy capture. Let him physically feel that capture between his paws or between his teeth, however your cat likes to capture, and then follow the game immediately with a treat that you know your cat really loves. If your cat's on a special diet, it can be a portion of the cat's regular meal. It can be the okay. prescription food. It can be any type of food that you know your cat enjoys. It can be some yummy, super-duper treat that you reserve for the play sessions, but follow that final capture with the food. Now your cat has completed the hunting sequence. The food is a natural signal to the cat that the hunting sequence has been completed. He feels good. He's a proud conqueror. He's king of his castle. She's queen of her territory. Feeling great, feel good chemicals being released. You're part of the game. And now she's ready for a well-earned nap. So, you know, for all of those problems that people talk about aggression, biting, you know, if you redirect to play, it's a positive way of solving that problem. And now her that need is satisfied and the cat is calmed down.
1: So let's get into the brain. What's happening? What's the hormone situation when you play with a purpose effectively and get that kitty to feel like he or she's a hunter?
3: Yes, you're releasing all those feel-good endorphins, those feel-good chemicals. So I'm a big runner. Probably your listeners don't realize this, but I've actually run and finished 11 Boston Marathons. Oh, I love I love it.
2: Sneaker. So, um, nice And job. I feel
3: great, right? When I'm running, I'm getting all those chemicals going in my brain. And I'm feeling super duper. Your cat's the same way. So think of something that you like, that you enjoy. When you're doing it, you're really feeling good. You're feeling satisfied. You're feeling rewarded. This is how your cat feels after that final capture and food. He's completed that hunting sequence and he's really feeling good. He's feeling good about his home. He's feeling good about his abilities. He's feeling good about doing it with you. It's just a win-win situation all the way around. You know, you can take scared cats and make them less anxious. You can take sad cats and make them happy all through interactive play.
1: So we also tease the readers that you like things like a wand toy or a feather wand. So give us the skinny on purposeful play when it comes to things that do's and don'ts. Food puzzles, laser toys. I know what you're going to say, but you need to say it. You're the expert and people need to listen because we don't want to frustrate our
3: cats. We don't. I am a big fan of the fishing pole or one type toy because I said you can really manipulate it to resemble prey. And there are so many different types on the market that you can really match the toy to your cat style. So, you know, it's simple. Observe your cat, see what your cat naturally likes to do. Some cats like to run after bugs. So, you know, find a toy that maybe has a smaller thing at the end that will entice a cat that enjoys bugs. Some cats are always looking up at the birds. That's the cat that might like a feather toy. My huge big no-no is the laser pointer. So laser pointers were developed for PowerPoint presentations in the office, and that is where they should stay.
1: Why did somebody cross that line? And frustrate cats. I mean, I could see PowerPoint, but I'm a cat. I'm like, what? So what's going on? That's a bad thing, right?
3: I think somebody at one point, you know, made the dog go around and saw the cat going crazy and assumed that the cat enjoyed it. But just think of everything we just talked about. There's no capture. Your poor cat is pointlessly chasing this little red dot that can never be captured. He can never feel that physical capture between his paws. He can never feel that physical capture between his teeth. It's an unwinnable game for the cat. And worse, it increases or causes frustration, anxiety, and tension, and stress. The exact thing we want to reduce through play. So, you know, it's just, it's not a good toy for a cat. I toss the laser pointers
1: yeah me buying a lotto tick and scratching it off and frustrated again empty 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 i wish we could get rid of balls of yarn with kitten pictures as a pet first aid instructor why do you have a picture of a kitten next to a ball of yarn that's choking and linear and then the same with you right laser tags i would
3: love to do a like a video going through like the pet supply store and tossing everything that they have, that they sell that are really not very good for cats, but then they probably would never let me in again. But laser pointers is a good example. I'll go with you. I'll (laughs)
1: go with you. So let's flip it. What, you know, a lot of cats, I know Dr. Liz Bales came up with a little feeder that looks like a mouse and there's other things. What about food puzzles and feeders? What's your take on them?
3: I'm a huge fan of puzzle feeders. So even I can't play with my cat 24 seven. And even I, I cannot always be available. You're going to the Red Sox game or you're lacing up Can for a marathon. Imagine? Right. So um, puzzle feeders are a terrific way for cats to be able to simulate that hunt without you there. And so for people who don't know, a puzzle feeder is, is um, a type of a cat toy where the cat has to overcome some challenge or manipulate the toy in some way or figure out some puzzle. And when they get it right, a piece of food is doled out. And they're fun and cats really enjoy it. And they come in every, you know, level of difficulty, you know, style that would match your cat. You know, if you have a super duper clever cat, you know, I have those people who tell me that their cat figures out how to open a door, you know, that cat may need a more complex toy. If you have a cat who's a little more shy, maybe, and and not as assertive, you know, they may want a simpler toy, but really they come in every shape and style. There's a toy for every budget. If you're a DIYer and you're on a budget, you can take like a paper towel roll or a toilet paper roll, pinch the the ends, cut some holes into it, put some food, and voila, you have a puzzle feeder. So you don't have to spend a lot of money on these items, and you will really make your cat very happy with, again, this positive form of stimulation.
1: I mean, we're living in a good age. I think cats are starting to get a little spotlight on them. I'm being an optimist. But there's a lot of cats, I think, over age 10, maybe even as high as 90% I've heard in some studies that have some degree of arthritis or they may have a little kitty dementia, but they still deserve and need to play.
3: So any tips for them? They do. You know, and, and if you think about it, just like people, you know, exercise helps brain health. So if you have a cat who has a little bit of dementia, play is good and movement is good for arthritis. So, but we we do want to make modifications, right? We don't want our cats to get hurt. So, you know, the cat who's getting older and arthritic, stick with playing on the ground, you know, stick to ground, ground hunting types of games and stick with puzzle feeders that roll easily. They don't need a lot of work to be manipulated. So the ones that have a little more holes in them, so the food gets doled out easier, And maybe just a touch of the paw will set it rolling. So there are all kinds of, you know, ways to accommodate for cats who are older, you know, arthritic, overweight. Yes.
1: Now, some people are into high tech. And I have one of those flapping fish. I think you've heard of them. They go nuts for it. But they first are a little intimidated because it's pretty big. But it's battery operated. It isn't cheap. I only use it once in a while. But what's your take on high tech toys?
3: You know, and again, it's, this is like an, it depends. It depends on your cat. I also had a cat, you know, I bought one of those and she was terrified of it and ran away. So, okay, not a good toy for her. And then, you know, I had another cat who at first he liked it, but the pattern was rather repetitious. So after a while he became bored with it. So maybe it's a toy that you rotate in and out. And then other cats love it. So if your cat is enjoying it, you know, absolutely let your cat play with that. Because it's something the cat can get and grab. So it still fulfills like the other Dr. Rachel qualifications that I have.
1: Well, in my household, we have two seniors, Baxter and Mikey, and then we have two ginger boys, Rusty and Casey, and they're all food motivated. But what do you do for the cat? I can't believe there are actually some cats out there that are kind of like, well, I need food, but it's not something I wake up pining for. What's an alternative instead of food in a puzzle or something?
3: Yeah. So we could use catnip in, in a puzzle. We could use silver vine. Um, some cats like the cat grass. So there are definitely ways we can um, have workarounds for cats who don't love food or aren't particularly food motivated. I know it's hard to believe that there are some cats who... I haven't met any
1: yet, but I know they're out there.
3: I haven't had one personally either, but people I do work with people who say my cat just is not you know, terribly food motivated. You know, one thing you could do, too, is make sure you're not just leaving out that big bowl of food all day long, too. So there are people who will say to me, my cat doesn't want to use the puzzle feeder. But then when I dig a little deeper, I'll see that there's food out all day. Cat's full. No, all, all day buffet for the
1: felines. Yeah. We pick up after each meal, clean the bowls and put them away because we then know who ate what and how much. And that's also important for health issues. Yes. So. What's a message you want to give people out there, you know, because cats really make us better humans and you've dedicated your professional career. And I want everybody to go to drrachelcatbehavior.com after the show. But what's something you'd like to share?
3: I think, you know, as far as the play goes, my main takeaway would be that play is the indoor cat's version of hunting. And so even though our cats are, you know, we keep them indoors, most of us they do still need to hunt. And I think that people feel like, well, why does the cat need to hunt? I'm presenting her her food on a platter every day. But, you know, they still have that same instinct. They need to hunt, they need to stalk, they need to capture, and they need to eat what they caught. So, it's really important for our cats' mental health, for their physical health. Cats like to use their bodies and their minds together, and we really need to provide that for our cats. Cats who don't Use their bodies and minds together. The cats that become, you know, bored, maybe depressed, and maybe start exhibiting other behavior problems.
1: Yeah, and they don't tell you because they're both prey and predator. But I know Casey gets a mental workout all the time because he helps me teach pet first aid and other things. But for even my old man, Mikey, he's 18. We do little things on on the ground, and it's very short sessions, and I don't know if he can really see all that well, but he seems to dig it, and it's just short sessions because, I don't know, I think every day we can do something to work our brain and our body is a good thing, whether you're a person, a dog, or a cat, right?
3: Yes, yes. Senior cats, you know, if your cat was outside, even if your cat was older, he would still need to hunt for his food, and cats have a very strong survival instinct, so. The cat would want to hunt for his food. He would just choose, you know, as I said before, an accommodation. He he may choose something on the ground rather than something up in the air to make it easier. But yes, older cats need to play. You know, overweight cats need to play. Cats with varying disabilities, you know, whether they're blind or they're deaf, they all need to hunt. They all are wired to stalk and to pounce and to capture and then eat what they captured. So this is a, a necessary, part of a cat's life and we really need to provide this for our, our cats our cats are waiting for us to figure this out so come on now women, we... what's going on <laughs> exactly yes i think this is by far
1: one of the best interviews i've had about a cat topic in a zillion years and i am so glad you came up and stepped up to the plate and hit a home run for cats on the purpose of play dr rachel geller Thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show. Thank you, Arden. All right. I also want to give a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the executive producer. Did I get it right this time, Mark? Executive producer of Pet Life Radio. We are the longest running, biggest pet radio network on the planet. And humbly, this show is the longest running pet podcast weekly show since 2007, when uh, I think you were probably on your first or second or third marathon, Rachel. I don't know. I can't do the math. But um, I hope you all tune in to the shows on Pet Life Radio. Check out our uh, other uh, hosts. Go to Ardenmore.com. Check what I'm doing. And I really hope you uh, do uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Easy. Arden Moore. We're getting a lot more people because of great guests like Dr. Rachel Geller.